Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Okay, time for some CBAs from other clubs. Obviously, we've been through a thousand CBAs at the Broncos, the Dolphins. Kind of meant. Oh, quickly before we get Humphreys from Manly. Apparently, he killed it. So the yarn coming out that was he was killing it in preseason. He might fight for that fourteen jersey. Could have a schmalky for that fourteen jersey. Um, mm. Apparently, he killed it for trial against us. Guru, speak to me. Where do you want to start in some of the CBAs you've got at clubs that uh, could be anything either this year or in the future? Uh, I'm happy to start at the South Sydney Rabbitohs, okay. if we all are. Um, so South Sydney Rabbitohs, obviously, Ty Munro is a guy we spoke about last year, debuted, um, I think it was around eight or around nine or something along those lines last year. We've all seen the ability, very raw at the moment. Um, I think it's the news has just broken too, he's going to miss the first four weeks of the season, collarbone injury. Uh, but I think Ty Munro has got serious potential to be a superstar. Yeah, even his debut against the Warriors, just that... Just that je ne sais quoi. Um, <laughs> that's what he's got. That's what he's got, the je ne sais quoi. Uh, but sometimes, like, again, you could look at stats and, and not all stats are equal. You know, it's these, like, little moments in games where you see the, the players that just have that extra little special specialness about them. And I think Munro has that. He's got that thing about him too that you see with players sometimes. The ball just bounces to him. Mm. Every single time. Yeah. And it's, you know, I remember he scored a few tries in the, uh, I think it was the New South Wales Cup grand final last year. Uh, and I had a postman. People were like, oh, he, you know, he just stood on the wing and put the ball down. It's like, sure. There's a reason why guys like him are always in the right spot. They've yeah. just got the instincts to be there. Yeah. I mean, Alex Johnson's a perfect example of that. You, you can't tell me that if anyone was on the left wing for South Sydney, they break fucking Ken Irvine's record. Yeah, that's Please. craziness. That's craziness. Yeah. There's, there's an art in. Always being there at the right time, always finishing the timing, everything. And and Munro for me, super special kid. I, I cannot wait. Um, I, th- I think he'll probably end up fullback, maybe in the centres. Uh, but I'd be happy to see him on the wing. He is special, and he's still got that young man's body at the moment. Mm. When you have a look back at you know, without putting him in this mould, but he you know he reminds me of when you used to watch Gi and Latrell when they were young, and you look back at the tapes, you go, oh my god, they're so skinny. Yeah, ties like that right now when he feels out. Ooh. Gonna be scary. Yep. 
Um, who have you got at South Sydney Rabbitohs? Yeah, a lot of the ones that I've gone through in this list when I heard we were doing a, a CBA show and I thought I'm sitting next to Guru, the king of the CBA, and I'm like, geez, I'm going to have to lift my game for this one. So an early shout-out, mate. I actually got onto the blower to a good mate of mine, Scotty Woodward. He's a talent identification man over at the Bulldogs, was at the Tigers and the Storm in the past, was behind the Harry Grant swap deal to the Tigers. Lots of good things, right-hand man to sort of match Maguire, did a lot in the Kiwi camp, so I thought, oh, I need to match Guru here, so I need to come up with some of the best of the best, and okay. too lazy to do my own research, I spoke to Scotty, so he got me on board with uh, a lot of good ones that I was able to then go and do my own research on. All that being said, they're generally players outside the top 30 or rookies coming through at the Bunnies, Talis Duncan. I, I just love what I see from him. Obviously spent a bit of time in the top grade last season, but it's hard not to make comparisons uh, to Cam Murray, similar build, like just look awkward to tackle, mm. seem to have great attitude. I, I've loved everything I've seen from him and there's a bit of chat of, you know, probably comes off the bench this season for them. We've spoken to Matty about it in depth uh, throughout the preseason. I'd love to see him starting on an edge, but maybe they do want to just blood him a bit slower, which is fine. But yeah, I think really good signs for him. The thing about Talis Duncan is I think he, uh, slow burn is too too aggressive of a word, like mm. slow burners if we're going to see. But he's going to be the guy that you're going to hear Rabbitohs fans just frothing over him. And there's going to be other you know, fans that maybe don't watch 80 minutes of rugby league of the Rabbitohs each week. So they'll be like, I don't, I don't get it. You know what it's going to be similar like? It's going to be Campbell Graham all over, I reckon, where the first few years, unless you had a real close eye on him, you'd go, yeah, he's, he's a good outside back. I think Talis Duncan is going to be – even Cam Murray to a degree. Uh, he was a bit of – relatively ish slowish burn um i think talis duncan's going to be the same where when you speak to a rabbitohs fan they're going we can't live without him outside looking in they're going to be like oh he's just another forward and then in two or three years people are going to go oh okay this guy's special and, and if he does take off for them and look maybe they don't start the year with him as a starter and an 80 minute man but if they can even by mid-season get him to being that what's the criticism that we've had with the rabbitohs over the past 12 months it's been they've been probably a little bit light on in middles especially they've had a lot of injuries there they lose harm Sele this season if he can become a big minute edge there allows them to put Jai Arrow into that middle rotation and just strengthens it so much so big prospects for him and if he can come good this year look out you mentioned that he's sort of in that Cam Murray mould and I completely agree I'm almost disappointed that him and Cam are going to be in the same side because I reckon 13 will be Duncan's best spot okay. um, but gee, South Sydney what a spot to be in. Even better, they got him from the Roosters a couple of years ago. Oh, no way. Yeah. You'd be devastated with that. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> Trust him to know that too. He's probably been stinging about it for the last two or three years. Uh, is it correct in regards to my analysis on Campbell Graham as a Rabbitohs fan, Matty? 100%. 100%. It was such a slow move for Campbell Graham. Like, a lot of people were like, oh, he does nothing. He's, he's overrated. He played the first, I think he played the first 50 games or whatever on the wing. And then uh, it was when he came into centre that people started taking notice. Yeah, but Rabbitohs fans loved him. Like, oh, from day from day dot from his yeah. debut against the Dragons because he was he was at school when he debuted. Everyone every, there was raps coming through. He was um, in er, all the pathways. Like all Rabbitohs fans always loved him. But um, yeah, it took a while for other fans to, to jump on board. So I think that's bang on. Hammy, any schmokies in the Rabbitohs? One name that just stands out to me because it's just a great rugby league name, Hazen Mellers. Great choice. Yeah, and it's spelled H A I Z Y N. Now outside back. Came through Queensland sort of systems. Really interesting story, actually. He's uh, the young bloke of Vince Mellars. Played first grade a while ago. Um, he's actually a basketball player that came over in 2020. 
So mm. big, tall frame, very yep. talented, has come through up in Queensland. Yep. South Sydney are very high on him. So I don't know if you'll see him this year, but yeah. I reckon in the next two years you will see him in first grade. He was ahead of uh, uh, Munro a year or two ago in their pecking order, but um, been a bit injury prone. So oh, wow, head of Munro a few years ago. Yeah, he was, and he, yeah, he, he was the one they thought was going to really pop up, which I, I think he still will. But obviously Munro's just had a big eighteen months. Yeah. Wow. Okay. There you go. There's a couple of CBAs from the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Can I throw a few more names at you? Won't go into too much detail, but a guy that I think over the next two or three years I'll be talking about a lot is Jai Gray. He's a five-eight coming through there. He's from the Gold Coast, uh, Malmeninga Cup five-eight of the year, 2022. Reminds me of Luke Keary in the early days. Mm. I think that over the next few years at South Sydney, he could become very relevant. I think he'll be the next guy after Cody Walker at 5'8". Tom Fletcher's a back rower you might see at some point this year. He's very he's impressed them a lot in their preseason. And as far as 5'8 goes, you've still got Dion, who played for Tonga mm. during the off-season. There you go. Very talented too. Matty, you got any CBAs? I covered most of them. Uh, Liam DeBlanc's another one. He, mm. he's, he was part of the Queensland emerging squad. Um, Played a, a lot of jersey flag last year. Uh, I think he played. I think he should he should play a bit of New South Wales Cup this year. So he's one to keep an eye on as well. Okay, now the Sharky CBAs. Uh, I want to toss one out. I won't steal your boy. Um, Peru. Yep. Young half. Uh, he actually trialed last year against the Knights, if I recall correct, correctly. And he, I really was impressed with him. Really impressed with him. Now I know Trindle's young. I know Trindle's young. Uh, so maybe Peru goes to another club. I hope I'm saying that right. It's Peru or it's Peru. 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 Yeah. Peru. Um, so he may have to go to another club to get that crack if Trindle does work out. But if Trindle doesn't work out, uh, I really liked what I've seen so far of, a, of the young fella. He was great in that trial last year that we watched. Uh, had a good New South Wales Cup season last year. You got him. You got Dykes as well. Mm. We've all seen a little bit of um, who... I reckon any of them could end up at 5'8 over the next few years. Mm. So Cronulla, as far as their halves go, they're in a very good spot. They've obviously got a handy halfback for the next six years, uh, but they're in a good spot, the Sharkies, especially when you lose a guy like Matt Moylan to have this much talent coming through mm. in a good spot. Uh, my boy, Ito, yeah. yep, big, big fan. Um, New South Wales Cup Player of the Year, I think two years ago now. It's been a long burn, uh, but I still think he is going to be a proper star. My player comp is Val Holmes for him, the way that he moves. Oh. You go watch players. his highlights, it genuinely looks like It's Val one. all over. <laughs> yeah. um, the Sharkies, probably, I, I would argue, right up there with the hardest back lines to get into, mm. just because everyone's an 8 out of 10. And they're pretty consistent too. Yep. I know I know Talakai, people have their issues with his defence, but again, if you really, like, yeah, okay, he does need to shore his defence up, but if you go and look at his attack, it's like, honestly, second to none. It, it's actually, it's, it might be playing out perfectly for you with Eero, because... You've been on him for such a long time and it has been such a slow burn, hasn't got his crack. People will be starting to doubt your room why he hasn't got a go, but when he does and kills you, you'll be like, told you for years. It, it may be, uh, I can see, because there was a recent article saying that he had a meeting every week with Fitzgibbon, asking where he was at, what was going on. So it may not be at the Sharks this happens. Um, I do think there's a chance we could see a mid-year transfer with him uh, because I would be shocked if there aren't other clubs constantly applying to the Sharks going, hey, mate, are you willing to do a deal to get RO across? There's a lot of established first-grade centres that teams could go after in this league. I would take a punt on him before a lot of them. He Honestly, with the price he would come at and his age and what he's already done in Q Cup, because he also played really well in sorry, New South Wales Cup last year as well. He, had, he averaged the most post-contact metres of any player in the competition, I think, all year. 
Um, so he's what he's Val is a, a higher top end speed guy, whereas Ido is um, stronger in contact. So that that's the only real difference. Like that's a bit of a difference between. If I was going from centers on the market, bang for buck, bring a guy in. He's the guy I'd get probably number one, maybe number two. Value-wise, he's my number one guy that I'd be going for. Yeah. Uh, so really exciting for him. Um, Dykes is another guy I'm, I'm interested to see because it was a couple of years ago, like I think he did his ACL not last year, the year before, maybe last year. Last year. But there were huge raps on Dykes coming through. So it'll be interesting to see how he bounced back. Yeah, I think that 5-8 spot, you know, obviously Trindle's got first dibs on it. But, um, you know, if Trindle doesn't knock it out of the park, plenty of pressure. He went up on a, there was a social media post from the Sharks, yeah, uh, in the last day or two. You had Dykes and Nico kind of like modelling the new kit. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good sign, isn't it? If they're, if they're out there yeah. front and centre on the... It actually, like, it sounds like funny of like, oh, it's social media who gives a shit. But it actually is quite telling who the social media team is focusing on. Yeah. Because yeah. usually they've gotten wind of where that player is standing in yeah. the, the ranks. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it could be a really good sign. Really good sign. Uh, some other guys at the Sharkies, young centre. Gabriels has come over from the St. George Laura Dragons. Uh, not from the Dragons, from the Canterbury Bulldogs. Scored a triple last week in SG Ball. Sam Stone, Stone Street's another winger there. Obviously, it's a very hard back line to get into, but he's got star potential. Is Anderson still there? I was about to mention. Yeah. Oh, Anderson. Is it? There's, there's Ak- Atkinson. Atkinson. Yeah, Atkinson. Atkinson. I really like him. He's come through the Falcon system, can play anywhere in the back line. Once again, killed in the trial too, didn't he? I think. Yeah, very good. Yeah, he can yeah. play fullback, halves, centre wing, wherever you want him to play. Uh, and a little smoky mate, uh, a kid that I actually coached when he was a kid, so he could be the ultimate CBA. <laughs> no I drove him to his first Harold Matt's trial <laughs> three no years way. ago. Yeah, so that's hectic. One of the great names too, Richie Whalebone. So shout out, <laughs> oh, stop it. Shout out to Ricardo. Do me some favors, mate. Uh, <laughs> Richie Whalebone, that is outstanding. Yeah. Oh, whale well on a few blokes. Anyway. <laughs> That wasn't my best. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't say it was your worst. worst. (laughs) Uh, Let's go to Sydney Roosters. Roosters. uh, Obviously, my boy's here, Wong. uh, I am huge on him. Is there a Wong joke anywhere? No, you got that one, Wong. Thank you. (laughs) Waiting for it. Can't go Wong. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I think Sia Wong uh, has got... I've said a number of times, potential to be one of the best forwards in rugby league in a very short amount of time. So... Hopefully he gets a starting spot for the Chooks this year once again. Very hard second row to get into, but he would be my starting back row for the Roosters this year. Yeah, wow. Timmy, anything at Roosters? Just big hypes, hype on it. And I know, Guru, you've spoken a bit about him in the past in the family, but Robert Toyer, yep. who her, I've just heard such good yeah. things coming out of the club around him. And I'm big excited center. to sort of keep an eye out for him and yeah. have a look at him this year. Once again, injuries have just completely sideswiped him the last two years. But Still relatively young, though. Still very young, yeah, yeah, yeah. and a heap of ability. Very, a very strong centre. Uh, and the Roosters are going to need centres over the next few years with a few guys leaving and whatnot. Yeah, I wonder whether that's their kind of Joey Manu backup plan. I think there's a very good sniff that it would. Yeah. That's what they'd be thinking with Rob um, Toyer. Is Sandon Smith still considered a CBA? Probably not. I had him in here. I know people will blow up about that, but um, I actually didn't realise this time last year how good he was, mm. to be yeah. honest with you. He impressed me so much. Yeah, he was throughout great. The season. He was great. If I was a club looking for a halfback, hooker, or a 5'8, mm. thank uh, you. White at the Roosters, mm. also another forward that I think um, you might have something special about him, a bit of something, something. There's a bit there. Um, some other guys keeping an eye on uh, Moriarty. He's a hooker coming through their system at the moment. He's in the top 30, but he's obviously got 
a few guys ahead of him. Mm. Uh, Xavier Va'a, who's a big middle forward. I think he will become important over the next few years. There's another guy, uh, Celesti Fochetti, who's a middle 13. I've watched him play the last few years in, in uh, like SG Ball. I think he's got some of the best tackle technique oh, I've really? ever seen. Absolutely wax blokes. Are we talking Alan Tongue areas? Yeah, but like... Or a bit higher. Puts shots on. Yeah, okay. Puts proper shots on. So, beak areas. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, they, they got a few guys coming through there. Another one is Blake <laughs> Steep to watch over the next few years coming through. Uh, okay, on to the next team, the Penny Panthers. Penrith Panthers. Uh, Maverick Guy is the first guy on my list. Doing a few whispers, though. Uh, I misread the text. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sounds like... I, yeah, I, I got a text saying that Maverick Guy might be going to England. That means for the World Club Challenge. <laughs> Which makes heaps more fucking sense. <laughs> we, just, sorry, we just spent five minutes off air going, what the hell? <laughs> Maverick Guy is off to Wigan. What the hell's going on there? Like Penrith, he's a young gun coming through. He's playing really well. He's at the best club in the comp. He's going to go over to Wigan. Like, what the hell? And then Makes uh, heaps more sense all Makes of a, a lot more sense. Yeah, so there's two forwards I think you should be watching this year at Penrith. Maverick Guy and Liam Henry. Uh, Liam Henry, I think, could really jump out of the ground in that Spencer Lee Who's, who's the center, gun center that's coming through? Um, uh, there's a few. There's Jesse McLean. Jesse McLean. Yeah. Keep an eye on Jesse McLean's younger brother, Casey. I reckon he... Jesus, how old is he? 14? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I think he's SG ball this year. Okay, okay. And this is what you come here for. Okay, no, no, I love it. I love it. Um, who else we got? How did here? Jack Cleary go on the weekend? He went good. Yeah, a lot like Nath runs the ball a lot. Mm. Very strong uh, because he's a Cleary. There's a lot of people out to tarnish his name and whatnot. Yeah, Put a lot yeah. of pressure on him. But unless he scores seventeen thousand tries, he's not good. Yeah, no, nah, he did really score a try on the weekend. Set up a few. He was very, very good. So oh, is he eighteen now. Eh? Yep, eighteen. Potentially yeah. nineteen. But yeah, young. So great name. Great, great name. name. I tell you what, though, you're open. If you're not quick, you open yourself up for a bit of banter. Yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> uh, a guy that I know you've done some um, reactions to, Iongi, the fullback. Love Iongi. Yeah, just crazy footwork. Crazy footwork. Um, probably going to have to go somewhere else to get a crack. I think. I think so. Works hard too. It's like there's two of him on the field. His meters are insane. He might even be one of the top meters in New South Wales Cup last year. I think. My favourite at Penrith, though, and I reckon he apparently Jerome Luai is racing the clock for this World Club Challenge. And the guy I spoke about a few weeks ago, Jack Cole, mm. young 5'8 coming through. Apparently, he's a chance to play in this World Club Challenge over oh, wow. Dane Laurie and Schneider. So, mm. Jack Cole, remember that name at Penrith. Locked her in. Just wait, let me write that down, Guru. <laughs> Just on one that you did mention there, Schneider, is he too experienced now to be a CBA or is he one that you'd he's still you'd a CBA, still throw in there? You reckon? Well, yeah, yeah, he played like four or five games, didn't he? Uh, he's got twelve for the Raiders, twelve oh, okay. for Hull Kingston. Fair enough. Yeah, Fair okay, no, no, not CBA. Off the uh, off the Adelaide production line, he's still getting, he's still recovering from getting dumped by the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, dogs. terrible dogs. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's, uh, watching him play a few games, the Raiders, he looks looks good. I thought I was actually, in all jokes aside, obviously he didn't get dumped by the Raiders, but I was always really surprised that they let him go. I yep, thought there same. was plenty of. Potential there as a young fella, probably more of a, a six than a seven. Yeah, I think and they obviously had Jackie White in mm. there, um, but I still think he's got plenty offer. The other one to watch in the back row is Harrison Hassett, who I don't know if you'll see him this year, uh, but one with another bright future. Younger brother of Triple H, he's Double H. <laughs> nice, <laughs> good. You're back. There you go. What a bounce back. Yeah, they're no longer with us, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> they'll, they'll be back. And what a segment that'll be. That'll be. <laughs> I mean, they'll be their own segment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, let's go. Uh, one more. One more. Uh, Steve Price's son, Riley, yeah. has joined the, the Panthers. Ooh. Yeah, he goes. Well, he debuted for Cowboys. For the Cowboys. He? And yeah. like, what a team. What a club to go to. Oh, obviously, oh, Cowboys man. stacked in the back row. Um, yeah, it's great for them. Him. Okay, now down to your beloved Canberra Raiders, Timmy. And one of the clubs that really has gone aggressive into their juniors, Ricky Stewart, has come out and basically said, like, we've gone aggressive juniors. I think it's smart. We spoke about it uh, almost at the start of last year, that instead of going and spending a mozza on top-tier players, I, we've, we all, I think we all agreed that he should go aggressive in the guys coming out of school, and they have done that. Speak to me, Timmy. Yeah, a few there. The one, obviously, top of everyone's list and, and the, everyone, the one that we're all looking out for is Chevy Stewart this year. Come down from the Shire, been down in the capital for a couple of years now. He's only 18, played a ton of New Wales Cup last year, was pretty good there. Nine tries, 78 tackle busts, which is very impressive for a kid of that age. Pappenhausen areas? Very Pappenhausen areas. Just goal kicker as well. Uh, just small. So, like, we don't... Guru and I have a, a daily chat about him, don't we? And whether or not he'll be ready to go for round one this year. Trials are going to be very telling. He's going to, going to have an opportunity to get a start this year. Looks like they might be leaning other ways at the moment. Xavier Savage is one who had really fallen off the radar at the Raiders in the last sort of 12 to 18 months. All reports are that he's blitzing pre-season, turning some heads, more so as a winger than a fullback at the moment. But... Yeah, shock. Who saw that coming? But, uh, yeah, so I can't wait to see Xavier come out in the, the trial games. But Xavier, uh, Michael Hammy, we were talking about off air. I'll, I'll give this one to you, mate, actually. Yeah, made a few calls. Uh, back to Canberra. Yeah, I'm from Canberra. Just quickly, uh, uh, just so the people know, we actually tried to get that hat off his head, but he told us he's contractually obligated to wear it for the rest of his life. Got to keep, got to keep the sponsors happy. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Asamua. I made some calls back to Canberra. Now, Asamua... Um, Hales from Griffith, I believe. Uh, played a lot of New South Wales Cup so far. Devastating ball runner. I've, I've heard likened to a bit of a like a Brian To'o style Ooh, style winger okay. outside back. That gets me. Uh, that gets me going. Yep, big, big. You know, kind of a bit of size on him. Been oh, having plenty okay. of uh, Canberra milk. Plenty of Kingsley's M4s, M7s, uh, Goodbury's bulking up down there in the yeah, capital. Okay. Um, so he's one that when I when I rang back to the capital the other day, they were saying Asamoah probably. Not until maybe the back half of the year, but uh, he could be he could be one to keep an yeah. eye out for as well. The other one there that probably just passed CBA territory, played 15 games last year off the bench, but apparently Adam Mariota is oh, killing it. I am so high on him as a as an explosive mm. front row because he's actually not that tall, mm. but he's real nuggety and just he's got a lot of punch about him. He's I'm Papaliti. Yeah, he, he oh, seriously he yeah. looks like Papaliti. Even I mean I, I made the joke per se when they played the Knights. If you like squinted, it almost felt like Papali was playing, but it was Matori. He, um, uh. <laughs> is that I funny? I like that one. <laughs> I missed that one. If you squinted, is that the joke that you liked? <laughs> oh, okay. Another, <laughs> another one on the scoreboard. <laughs> I'll take that. Uh, I, I'm really excited for him, especially, you know, you've got to give Ricky a lot of credit for the way he's managed his uh, squad. Rotation of uh, you know looking at guys' ages and going okay these guys just development really like Tarpanier was outstanding the timing of that development now it looks like Atamata Ori is going to be that next guy hopefully yeah feels like he's got breakout season written on mm. his forehead to me yeah this year Very it also helps him that like in just in terms of minutes with Big Red Corey Horsburgh suspended till round four or so he's going to get three rounds every chance he starts for the Raiders at prop heaps of chance to impress.
Another Raider that I'm still um, I'm still high on him. I'm still high on him. Uh, <laughs> Trey Mooney. Yeah. I, I still think there's something there. I really, really do. Uh, forwards, as we know, sometimes can take an extra few years. You know, maybe he's a year or so later than we thought. And also, we've got to remember that that Raiders forward pack is genuinely one of the hardest forward packs in the comp to get into. Like, it's unbelievable. Uh, so it's so similar-ish to a degree to the Sharkies' back line, where, like, you know, you, you look at that forward pack and if someone said it's the best forward pack in the comp, people go, oh, come on, mate. So they're not necessarily the best forward pack in the comp, but they're not actually that far mm. off, and yet they finish a bit lower on the table because, you know, other parts of their game... And so it's a hard forward pack to get into, but I think Trey Mooney, whether it's at the Raiders or somewhere else, I think he's got. I think he'll make an impact in the NRL. Yeah, I'm far from giving up on Trey Mooney. I yeah. still think he's got a big future ahead of him. Uh, the other name is Ethan Strange, mm. who we haven't mentioned before, or we haven't mentioned today. Um, look, people saw him in the New South Wales 19s playing centre, and he brained it that night. Very impressive. I think he's more of a 5'8". Yeah, I think he's a 6. He left the Roosters as a 6, um, and I think – look, it sounds like KO Weeks has sort of got a bit of a mortgage at the moment. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Ethan Strange at 5'8 at some point. Yeah, I think he, it's, it's funny. I think he's just got the right mixture of ball playing and ball running to be a six. But at centre, as a, to be an out-and-out strike centre, does he have that top, top tier? And look, I can be wrong. I said the same thing. Guess who I said about Tony Staggs? When he, I was like, I don't know what position Tony Staggs is because like, he's not big. He's not overly fast. Yeah. He could play in the forwards, but he couldn't. And then, obviously, he becomes a special centre now. Wh- why do you do that? Because he's way stronger than he looks. Like, he's unbelievably strong. And also, his first 10 metres is super explosive. So, obviously, I can be wrong. But I look at him and I go, okay, he's a. I feel like he's the perfect mix for a modern-day six at the moment. Yeah, without going into club preview territory again, I think the Raiders need one of Strange, Weeks or Stewart to hit the ground running this year. Because if... None of them do. We're just so light on through the spine. Strange can obviously play centre or five eight, but if just one of them can get up to first grade quality standard quickly, it just solves a lot of headaches for us. If it doesn't, if they don't, I should say, and they they are too raw and they're slow to burn, uh, it's going to be an issue. Be a tough year. Uh, last one to mention. He's obviously at the Parramatta Eels still, but Ethan Sanders sounds like he mm. is going to make his way down to the nation's capital. Halfback. Hopefully, another one of these guys killed it in New South Wales versus Queensland. Yep, was, was like had the aggressive. ball on a string. What I love about the Raiders is there's a clear plan. You don't even you almost like don't even need Ricky to explain it to you. It's right there for you, yep. you know. And that's what you know. If I'm a Raiders fan, now they're so gritty they might make the eight. But if I'm a Raiders fan and go, okay, we come tenth this year, I'd almost be okay. I'll cop that because there's a clear plan in place for this younger generation to take over. It's clubs where you go. I don't even know what the direction is. We're, we're, we're recruiting some old guys, some young guys. You know, that's where you get concerned. What, what I'm excited for the Raiders is, is if this plan works the way they hope it is, in four years' time they should be pushing for a top four yeah. position. Yeah. Um, because they've got some of the best players in key positions for their age group in the squad right now. Uh, that's what excites me, Raiders. Um, anything else, Raiders boys? Just double down, doubling down on Ethan Strange. I reckon he'll play sooner than later. Okay, yep. uh, now let's do, we've already done the Broncos, we've already done the Dolphins, um, let's do the Doggies. We'll go Timmy first. Yep, so the name coming out of there, 
Mitch Woods, Mitch Woods, Mitch Woods. Apparently an absolute star, young halfback, Steve Mortimer clone. Steve Mortimer clone Captain of the Jersey flag or SG ball winning side? Uh, Harold Matz last year. Harold Matz, and they won the premiership. He was a captain. He just signed a four-year deal. Something like that. 18-year-old, yeah. speed to burn, a great organiser. He's got an AFL background. Can only assume he's fit as a Good fiddle kicking. as a result. No wonder he's popped up game. on your radar then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry, played years ago. And you uh, are wearing Sydney Swans colours right now. Yeah. <laughs> I've been stitched up already. Here. Uh, but yeah, so much hype around this kid. Mm. I hope we get to see him in a trial game this season, whether or not they, they'll. They won't bring him into the top grade too quickly. Mm. There's too many smart minds there, particularly Gus Gould, uh, to warrant doing that. But I'd love to see him get a crack even against the Storm this Thursday at Belmore. We'll see what that squad looks like. But Even rap. just to see his mentality, yeah. just how he reacts. He doesn't necessarily have to play well. Just how does he react to that Storm jersey that's sitting across from him? Uh, you know, there's the, the age-old story now of Cleary debuting against the Storm. And it wasn't what he did in attack or any crazy, you know, bright light stuff. People that don't know, he made 40 tackles and I think he only missed one of them. Yep. And like that, ironically, is almost the best debut you can have for a guy like Cleary. Because what it says is, is when the bright lights are on him, in the, you know, big moments, he's not going to crumble to it. He's going to, especially the physical stuff. And I think, you know, he's proven that time again over the last few years. Yeah, if you are someone that gets out there to watch uh, SG Ball or whatever... Go and have a look at Canterbury. He'll be playing there. Mitch Woods, halfback. Yeah. So, one to watch. Uh, Sam Hughes. Uh, I think Gus has been talking him up a little bit as a middle forward. Mm. Um, they're obviously very short on middle forwards, Canterbury. Uh, but this time last year, Gus was talking up Jacob Preston. That didn't play out too badly. So Yeah, it's an all right call. <laughs> I'll give him that Sam one. Sam Hughes, one to watch. Uh, um, another guy. This is, this is like almost the... He genuinely, I don't know if he would still qualify for Rookie of the Year, but he could be a schmokey for Rookie of the Year because how much talent he has. Skelton. Yep. Now, by from word that we've got from the dogs, still working on defensive you know, reads and that because he's from uni, he's only new. But when we talk about upside, holy shit, he is special. Um, even in his debut, or his first few games, I think he ran for 200 plus metres. He is a big, big boy. Uh, still eligible. He played two games. So, Schmokey for, for Rookie of the Year, if he can sort everything out, because it's going to be tough in the Bulldogs, but, mate, he's, he's a guy that can impact games regularly. He's, he looks that talented. Heap of upside. Uh, got a bit of, like, Greg Marshall about him, the way that he plays. Yeah. Yep. And so, it'd just be a matter of if he can – it might be next year that this happens because he's still learning the game. It could just all click for him, like Dom Young. Coming into this year, we're all sitting here going with Dom Young. You know, maybe it's going to take two or three years. And then he woke up one day and just said, I'm going to be one of the best wingers in the comp. Hopefully Skelton is just, just similar to that. Just getting reps in. As I said, like, ball in hand in attack, there's absolutely no issues on all reports. And oh. even in the NRL when we watched him, he looked great with Beast. ball in hand. It'll just be, as you said, can be coming from rugby union, just transitioning into the defensive systems. And it's just reps, isn't it? Time and time again, a full pre-season there. He'll learn. Look, look how much Will Warbrook improved from round one to the last round. Like, yep. obviously got the match yep. winner. Even Guru, you just mentioned Greg Marsh, you took him bloody. We waited for about six years, it felt we like. We had to change his start. name halfway yeah. through. Yeah, because yeah. 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 Lalesio was tarnished with uh, poor defensive reads, so he changed and he became a superstar. Yeah. So that's it, mate. Once he gets it sorted out, his defence, oh, look out. Uh, two other young guys, Papaliti, who's a fullback there. 
very, very handy. I think you might have done a live reaction to him a year or so ago as well. Yeah, I could be wrong. Uh, but very strong, very quick. And another Is one... Crazy right foot step, yeah. if I recall correctly. Yes, yeah. very handy. Yeah, so he could play a few positions there. And a forward to watch, which they need, Damon Marshall, who they signed from Queensland last year. He came down, uh, played 13 for their Jersey flag side that won the comp last year. I actually haven't heard too much about him. Um, over the last year or so, but he's one that I've watched and have been very impressed with. This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp, our show partner this week. It's the start of a new year and we all have our own resolutions. Some of us want to get fit, some want to learn a new skill, and some of us want to watch more footy. But there's a lot of us that probably just want to improve our mental health. If you're thinking of getting a hand with your mental game, get in touch with BetterHelp. Their services are entirely online and designed to work around you and your schedule. We all need a little guidance from time to time. As the largest online therapy provider in the world, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise in mental health. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash bloke. That's betterhelp.com slash bloke. So you get 10% off if you go to betterhelp.com slash bloke. Let's do Warriors. Um, I'm going to have to get their names up because I'm literally writing an article as we speak. Uh, but they, there are some hectic forwards coming through the ranks. Now, they've always had talented forwards. What excites me about the Warriors this year is coming into Andrew Webster's system. We're talking 18, 19. The oldest of them is 20. Uh, the Warriors came third this year in New South Wales Cup, so they're, they're doing the damn thing in New South Wales Cup. Uh, first one is, I think, Zion. How do you say his last name? Don't know how to pronounce oh. his last name. Apologies, but... You won't get him confused with the other Zions in this competition. Um, <laughs> very, very talented, an explosive forward. Um, also, like kind of nuggety, explosive, really short, fast footwork. Yeah, as uh, guy that uh, has an Instagram page called the Short Ball. That if you are, if you're liking your junior rugby league, make sure you go check him out. I was talking to him about Zion last night. He rates him very, very highly. Seen quite a bit of him. Could be an edge guy. Also, wouldn't be shocked if he ends up in the middle when AFB leaves. I reckon yeah. he'd be a prop. Yeah. And he, he could be the one to fill that AFB role, potentially. It might be potentially a plan for the Warriors there. Um, there's some other guys. Apologies, guys. I've just Laban, them up. Jacob. Yeah, Jacob Laban. Yeah, he's Another the one guy. that I like. To a picky we've already spoken about quite a bit, but where's this other guy? Dimitri Sifakula. Mm. Ooh. Now, he did his ACL, I think, last year. He made his debut, but he is super aggressive, hole runner, you know, plays on the edge, but probably could eventually move in the middle if he had to at 13, but probably going to stick to an edge. Uh, if he can just, you know, train his ass off, be fully dedicated to it, I w- I'd be shocked if he can't make an impact in the NRL. If the coach can get two out of those three guys to kick on, you're looking at, you know, the Warriors that we know and love from back in the day. And also Leka Halasimi. Halasima, another back rower. Back, there's just like all of these guys, crazy footwork. And I, th- I think it was Lecker, I could be wrong, there's a, there's a few of them that they're f- all like all of them, but I think Lecker specifically, his footwork was insane for a back row, but all of them have mm. it. Um, and then la- other one there, Ali Leotow. Yeah. How'd I go? Anything close? Oh, I actually, Sorry. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, so I yeah, do apologize for that. He's, he's a, a center. He's a center and he's an absolute weapon. So. 
he's every chance of playing NRL this year and putting pressure on Barry, obviously not Roger, but whoever else is the other centre in that side, gun. We were actually there for his debut last year in Canberra, got injured. Ah, yeah. I'm not sure if you remember, we actually spoke to the family after. Yep. Very nice family, travelled all the way down to Canberra, and I think he did his hammy 15 minutes in the It's crazy. Every single one of them, over 100 kilos. Like, we're talking about big boppers. Like, this guy's a centre, he's 188 centimetres, 102 kilos, 21 years old. Just big, big boys. Um, and that's what the, you know, with the Warriors, it's the first year they're going to have woe to go, Josie Flegg, all of those sides as Warriors sides. So it's the first time they're ever going to have a full system from young teenage all the way to NRL. So if you can get these boys in the right environment, far out. Shout out to the North Sydney Bears SG Ball that took the flight to New Zealand yesterday and had about 60 point put on them by the Warriors. Oh, really? Yeah. There you go. Tough flight. There you go. Flying all the way to New Zealand just get absolutely towed up. That uh, Ali Leotow last season, just going through his New Wales Cup stats, a game against the Raiders late on in the year, 14 tackle busts from centre. 13 games, nine tries last year. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. That's, I mean, Warriors have always had good juniors, but like in this system, I'm just excited. Mm. Yeah. And in this, the biggest thing about this system for me is that these Warriors guys, They'd be looking forward to playing for the Warriors at the moment, just because sure. of where they are up the Wars, all this sort of stuff. They're, they're they're in a bit of a different space at the moment. Well, like, yeah, I'm, I'm writing an article now about the Warriors season preview, and the feeling I get from the younger boys is they're um, they're almost sick of being this young team with potential. Like these young guys that come in and yeah, we have a bit of potential, we're, but we're a bit inconsistent. The feeling I got when I watched this their first trial last year was a bunch of young boys who were like, nah, we're different. This generation's different. We're sick of always being touted as this next big thing. And then it works sometimes, it doesn't work other times. Oh, man, the Warriors for me, with this kind of juniors coming through, holy, holy. Um, okay, let's do the Cowboys. North Queensland Cowboys. Um, now, as per usual with the Cowboys, sort of hard to get too much out of the Cowboys because mm. all their juniors are up there. They sort of keep themselves. But the one that I've always liked is Tom Duffy. He's a Blackhawks product, half back up there. Um, they've obviously brought back Jake Clifford over the last year or so. Uh, but I think Tom Duffy could be the guy up there yeah, okay. in the future. You've obviously got Tommy Dearden, can play seven or six. I think Duffy's an out-and-out seven. So I know we all sort of like Tommy Dearden as a seven moving forward, but... I mean, the good thing with Dearden is you know he can play six. So If a seven jumps out of the ground, yeah. you're set there. So I think Tom Duffy's one. Uh, you got the two centres up there. Obviously, Labor, very impressive last year. You all saw what he can do. And I still like this kid from the Warriors, Valia, goes up there. I I wouldn't be surprised if he really breaks out at the North Queensland yeah. Cowboys. Yeah. I mean, you look what Sammy Valame did. Exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Killed it. Um, there's a, I, think it's, I think he's with the Cowboys. Shibasaki, his younger... Brother? Yep. Apparently ah. he's got some big, big raps on him as an edge back row, I'm pretty sure. Brother, right. Um, so, yeah, keep a look out for him. Obviously he's going to be a couple of years away, yeah. uh, with especially with the back rows. I got holy shit. Um, yeah. Another winger up there, Robert Derby. Um, played 16 games in Q Cup last year, 13 tries, 66 tackle breaks, averaged 181 metres per Ooh. game. So it's totally what you love to see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Gold Coast Titans. Titans are in an interesting spot. Uh, they've obviously got like Keanu Keeney that we all know about, Thomas Weaver uh, that you've heard us talk about, halfback as well, um, in very good spots with those guys. Guy I want to point out, we spoke about him two weeks ago, Tony Francis, a winger. Uh, I think he's played 42 games in Q Cup. He scored 35 tries last year, 22 games, 21 tries. 
Um, 19 line breaks, 76 tackle breaks. They've got a lot of outside backs, so it's hard to get into this side. Uh, they've got three fullbacks playing in the back line pretty much. But Tony Francis, one to watch. Second role that I really like is this Jacob Arlick. Hasn't played a heap yeah. of first grade yet, but every time I see him, there's just something about him. Killed it in the internationals. Killed yeah. it in the internationals. I think he might be playing in the All-Stars. Friday night, okay. so one to keep an eye on there. Also got Hass's younger brother, I'm pretty sure. Payne Hass's younger brother. Yep. Uh, the thing with the, the Titans is they're already so young that, like, they're almost the CBAs now. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're a young, youngish squad, whereas you look at some of these other ones that have older players kind of coming through. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think that the the one for me that I'm interested to see what he decides to do because this the seven jersey for the Titans is almost like a curse because <laughs> they've had some of the best sevens you could ever imagine come through the Australian schoolboys all that kind of stuff um, the guy that made his debut last year I forget his name now Weaver is it no um, yeah Tommy Weaver Tommy Weaver yep huge kicking game huge kicking game but with Tanner Boyd looking like they you know they're really keen on him being seven I wonder whether he stays or he goes. Yeah, I'm not sure what Tommy Weaver's going to do, but I agree. Very yeah. talented. Um, yeah. Obviously, with Toby Sexton leaving last year, that frees up, makes it a little bit easier. Yeah. But it's still... Do they maybe pair tough. him and Tanner Boyd, uh, like six, seven maybe? Tanner's big enough to play oh, six. I think Tanner could play six well yeah. and truly, but it's like, what do you get? Like, it's just so hard at the moment because you've got Kieran Four in there. You can't not play Foz, so yeah. Oh, I mean more like the 2025. And even like Brimson's not going to want to play centre his whole career, I can't imagine. So if they, it's clear they've gone in the direction of Jaden Campbell at fullback. So Brimo, surely that leaves him going back to five eight post yeah, Foz. So yeah, I'm very confident. There's one or two guys in this squad they're going to go elsewhere and kill it. And people are going to go, well, why did the Titans let him go? And it's like, well, yeah. fuck, they're in a tough spot. Yeah. All good. You're all good? Yeah, I'm still up. <laughs> Not going to sue me, OHNS? Uh, time will tell. <laughs> um, okay, the Tigers. Have we already spoken about the Tigers? No, we have not. Not yet. Tigers. Amiso, want to take us away? Oh, so, yeah, I do, actually. And uh, I would hope that a few of these end up in the uh, the class of 24 as well. We'll wait and yeah, see at the end keep of the show. Keep listening, guys. We've still got to announce our class of 24 CBAs. All right. Uh, now, I listened to a, a brilliant uh, show on the uh, Tigers channels over the weekend, Behind the Raw. Now, this one... Um, Certainly more my cup of tea uh, than Ask the Boss, which was the last offering that we had um, at the Tigers. This is great insight, though, into some of the, the potential CBAs in the Tigers squad coming through. So the first one is Lockie Galvin, and I think Guru will probably have some, some more on this bloke as well, but can play six, can play 13, um, knows how to win as well. He went through in his juniors. He played for uh, a team or out in, might be in East Parramatta. They won three years in a row, didn't lose a game, undefeated last year in Harold Matz as well. So he's a winner. We need more winners at the Tigers. Yep. So I like what I see there. He actually had a year with the Eels as well. They cut him for being too small. He's now 193 centimetres, 91 kegs as a number six. So, you know, for once, one of them's gone our way, which is yep. good. Um, well, you did he, also steal Stefano from them. Just, just. Yeah, yeah, well, anyway, uh, he, also, <laughs> he also won the 1.2 kilometre time trial in the pre-season. So he's training the house down as okay, well. Okay, house is down. The yeah. house has been trained down. Benji mentioned that he could play in round two, which is our first game of the season. So uh, there's a lot to like there about Lockie Galvin. Now, I don't know if he play, probably will play in round two, but um, if we have a bit of a poor start to the year or whatever, maybe we'll get a crack there somewhere. I don't know if you've got any more info on him, Guru. No, you've, you've done really well there. He actually, when he played Harold Mutz a couple of years ago, he played in the back row. It's a oh, tough yeah. two, which we love to see. Yep. Um, in a squad that features Bud Sullivan, Latufino, Aiden Caesar, for Benji to be talking about Galvin with Benji Marshall with uh, Jerome Luai arriving, 
I, I don't know what to read into it. I don't know yeah. if he's trying to stick a rocket up others. I like is he is he trying to make him his man? Like he's a young guy. It's it's a it's a blank canvas. Or is he trying to get Fainu to react of like, hey, hang on a sec, hang on a sec, or and Bud Sullivan as well. Yeah. Um, you can play yeah. centre as well. Like t- take your pick yeah, where, where you want to slot him in. If if the halves do kill it, one of their thousand options, you put him in centre. Yeah. Anyone else? Yep. Uh, Talon De Silva, eighteen years yeah. old, hooker. Um, he played. He actually played one of the was an SG trial. Yeah, he played first grade last year and yep. then went back and played SG ball last week. Yep. You don't see that very often. Again, I, I, I'm I'm getting Wayne Bennett vibes from Benji. There's a lot of these decisions Same. that do. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that do reflect kind of how Wayne Bennett almost used to play mind games with some of his juniors to see how they'd react. Because there's no way he should be playing SG ball with how good he is. But yeah. maybe he wants to see how he reacts. Yeah. And of course, Benji, you know, he was he played under Wayne at two clubs, two or three clubs, so yep. followed him around a little bit. Uh, part of that Harold Matt side that didn't lose a game as well yep. in 2022. A few little things that are still a little bit green. He wore Crocs in his interview on Behind the Raw. <laughs> A um, few little things to work on there, but very exciting prospects. And I think we've seen a lot more talent to Silver this year. Okay. Jordan Miller, uh, another middle forward to keep an eye on. And, mate, there's a guy playing in their uh, SG ball side at the moment, Navran Willett, six foot seven. Holy shit. Big bit of gear. So uh, keep an eye on him. I think he's playing fullback for them. Uh, we also have another set of brothers, just really quickly as well. Uh, Luke uh, Lualili and uh, Kit Lualili. Okay. Uh, Kit, I believe, a forward. Luke, apparently, a very damaging fullback and winger as well. Uh, Going to play SG ball this year. A few years away. Yep. But exciting. Kit, my pick of the Lualilis. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Now, time for the rubber to meet the road. <laughs> for the Newcastle Knights. Uh, Newcastle Knights, couple CBAs. Yeah, the Newcastle Knights are very interesting, Kempi. Uh, they have got a fullback in every single grade right now that in 10 years' time could all be stars. Mm. They are stacked. You've obviously got KP. Uh, below him, you've got David Armstrong, who's in the top 30. Bit of, bit of pressure on KP's spot this year. <laughs> <laughs> There's genuine, like, three potential superstars underneath him, though. Uh, David Armstrong, who played in the last Cup last year, very impressive. Below him, Fletcher Sharp, who to me is just... Pappenhausen 2.0, very talented. And then the one that's just come into... um, (laughs) Yeah, fuck you. (laughs) The one that's just come into SG Ball this year who eyeball test could potentially be the best of the three is Connor Voltano. Apologies if I've got that wrong, but he is like a combo of KP and Turbo, the way that he moves. He's worth a... Have a look at his highlights package. Worth watching him. Big body like Turbo. Mm. But the way that he moves, a lot like KP. Does so, he wear a headgear? Yes, he does, actually, I think. Oh, yeah, I think, so, I think I've seen the highlights. Yeah, very, very talented. Um, those fullbacks. There's a second role that I really like, Tom Cart. He's a Maitland boy. But he can. <laughs> <laughs> Maitland boy, Tom Cart. Uh, he captained their 2022 Jersey flag side that lost the grand final a couple of years ago. A second rower. Um, in that grand final, I think they scored three tries. He... Uh, Scored the first one, set up the next one, ran the decoy for the last one. Also a goal-kicking second row at Kempe, which I absolutely love. Craig Fitzgibbon vibes. Oh. Ooh. The great Fitzy. The great <laughs> Fitzy. Hey, Timmy, you got anything, mate, for Newey? Uh, tall Paul Bryan. Came oh. back from an ACL last year. He had, had 12 months. What's his name? Tall Paul Bryan. Tall Paul yeah. Bryan. How do you spell that? 
Paul T A L L. Paul P A U L. Brian B R Y A. Is Paul his middle name or is it Tall? No, his name's just Paul Brian. But we're uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tall Paul's the uh, an iconic Brisbane Heat big bash cricketer, as you know all about. And uh, <laughs> I, th- I, I thought uh, the NRL needed a bit of a flavour of Tall Paul, so. <laughs> Tall Paul there's like, Brian. There's like nearly 100,000 people listening going, Tall Paul, <laughs> not understanding the joke. Oh, no. That's what it says on the tin, 190 centimetres I can see here. Hey, so tall Paul. Pretty tall. Uh, Queensland under-19s prop, SG Ball Player of the Year for the Knights, 2022. Signed yeah. on until 2025. So looks all right. Bright prospects. And the other one, Will Price, boys. The son mm. of the great Leon Price. English star. I can't wait to see him play just because yeah. he's been terrific over in the Super League for a couple of years now. Still quite young. A really can play a number of different positions, but potentially a 5'8". And you look at these guys. Jackson Hastings is the one who's locked in as number seven for the Knights. And then there's Gamble v. Cogger. And, you know, Gamble's a, obviously a ball-running sort of 5'8". Cogger more of a halfback organiser. But Will Price, he's the, the bit of the wild card who comes in, plenty of speed about him, plenty of ball playing ability, a few defensive question marks. But in terms of players complementing each other, Hastings and Price, if he hits the ground yep. running. Did I hear wrong that he can play wing? Yeah. Yep, yep. So he can play wing? Yep. Yeah, wow. So obviously he can play fullback then too. Anywhere. Yeah, wow. Wow, that's um, fair, fair. Uh, now, and I mean, another guy that I can't wait to see, Kai Pierce for. Yeah, very excited about Kai Pierce Paul. Rumours out of Newcastle are that he might be playing left edge now. Well, like, not even rumours. We're hearing strong word that he's had a friggin' good preseason. I think he's playing left edge. So, yeah. Yeah. So, Which is crazy to think Tyson Brazell initially was whispered to get across there. Yeah. But if you're putting him, if, you're, if he's having such a good preseason that we're getting word that he may he'll at least get the first crack at that edge on your strong edge that essentially is your make or break edge. That must say something about him. He's also, like, first time in the NRL, he's coming back from injury as well. He's carried a toe injury throughout the preseason. So I think the Newcastle Knights will give him a bit of time there. So huge watch this year, Paul, Pierce Paul. Really, like, almost uh, could hit the – could hit the, like, put it this way. There's some guys that could come over and they could hit the ground running, but they'll still just be a good, solid NRL player. His physical attributes, if he does hit the ground running, could be, oh, he's actually – one of the most impactful back rolls in the comp. Because he's not just a normal, you know, 185 centimetre, 98 kilos. Like, he's a rangy, rangy back row. Now, there's also a world where he comes in and it takes him 12 months mm. to get used to the pace, to get used to the physicality, um, to just get used of, of the reads of the game. That also could happen. So he's almost like one of the biggest swing players in the comp. And if you were to come to the NRL as a second rower and you were asked, where do you want to play? <laughs> Newcastle left edge. Holy. Doesn't get much better than that. Uh, two other young back rolls to watch, Clay Webb and Miles Martin, who they got from Parramatta. Two kids and like. Lucas as well. Dylan Lucas, Dylan Lucas. yes. In a good position, jeez. Yeah. Like, the Knights haven't been in this position in so long. Where you're sitting there going, all of these different positions are up for grabs and also they've got a bunch of players that can play that. Uh, Dylan Lucas is a smoky for me. I know he wouldn't – would he be a CBA? Kind of. Really interesting him. Like, he came through as a winger. Yeah. Playing in the Newcastle comp. And then he debuted at centre, I think. Yeah, and then he moved into the back row and he was, you know, it's a small sample size, five or six games, but my God, he played tough. In Unbelievably five, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he's still CBA territory because six games last season, and if you asked most rugby league fans who they were, they'd be like, who's Dylan Lucas? So yeah. I think that, that counts. Um, anyone from the Knights? Anyone? No, very comprehensive. Well okay. covered. Well, well done, Guru. Yep. Thank you. Uh, that's why you're here, mate. Yeah. That's why you're on the big bucks. 
open to big urbucks. <laughs> 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 Um, Storm Melbourne Storm uh, Start with my boy Falongo uh, You all got to see him At the back end of last season Blew it away Played internationals Did really well there Obviously sitting behind Ryan Pappenhausen I see people say That he might play centre this year I think he's too small To play centre I think it's either wing Or fullback But I think fullback is his spot. I can't see him getting a spot over Will Broadbrick or Coates. Nor can I. So I think he has to bide his time. 14 maybe? Yeah, Craig Bellamy's no stranger to running with. Even when he used to run with two hookers, he used to pick a winger on the bench sometimes yeah. as well. So I think you'll see him at some point. I think when he does get in, very bubbly personality. Mm. I think he'll become a cult hero yeah. very, very quickly. Tell you what, that highlight reel is going to be absolutely Insane when he plays in a row. It's going to be wild. Like yeah. In his first game, he's got a better highlight reel than a lot of players have their freaking old careers. And he moves like, you know, you see the old like Fiji, like nines teams, yeah. the way that they st- – he's very much so like that. Like yeah. he'll be very, very popular very mm. quickly. Um, obviously, I mean, we've saying it for a few years now, but Howarth is, you know, definitely a CBO. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what's going on there, but he's got the ability. Mm. Um, I just, I really hope we're not talking about him on this show next year. Mm. It's my biggest. Playing All-Stars, uh, which is exciting. Good to see. Oh, is he? Because yeah. Indigenous or Māori? Māori. Māori, yep. yeah. yeah. Um, very exciting. Really, really keen to see him in the All-Stars game this weekend, yep. uh, which you can watch on KO. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the right hand? No, everything's good. <laughs> Eight hours see. left. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, once again, another one of these guys. Is he a CBA? Is he not? Sean Law, still in my category nah. for me. <laughs> <laughs> not a CBA. Let him through the keeper. <laughs> Just Holam, however. Is he still qualified? <laughs> <laughs> I'll certainly be keep my eye on him. <laughs> Last guy kept is our man, Joe Chan. Our man, Joe Chan. It's a good rhyme there for you, Guru. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see. Because he didn't he go away and play Super League for a little bit or something? Yeah, went over to Ooh. Catalans, I want to say. Uh, I like him. I think he could have a little breakout this year. Yep. Um, and uh, who else? Uh, forgetting his name now, the seven coming Hezzet. through. Hezit. Really interesting to see his development because you're never probably going to take that jersey off Hughes. But when he has come in... He's been, he definitely hasn't been bad when he's come in. He's been solid. Huge raps on him, especially coming out of school. Um, and also, I think in the under-19s, New South Wales, Queensland, he's had like four or five tries. He killed it for years South ago. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So going to be interesting to see what he decides to do with his next few years because I'm assuming he's not going to want to sit in reserve grade. Yeah, big 24 months coming up for him yeah. as far as decisions to be made and whatnot. Like last year with all the hype coming in, and, and I thought he held his own more than enough yeah. when he got cracks last year. I'd rate the bloke. And again, you don't want to put anyone down to just stats. His Q Cup stats were a little bit interesting last year, though. Nine games, scored one try, 71% conversion kicking. He had one try and three tries just in nine games. 81% tackle efficiency. Need to assess how they actually were. Did win seven, lose two, which is winning, losing big stat, particularly for halfbacks. Yep. But not setting the world alight, statistically speaking. Doesn't mean he hasn't got around the park and done a great job, but yep. just... Maybe not hit the ground running the way we sort of hoped it would come out of that origin game. I think he's a good player, but I think that 19s game, I think it lifted the expectation mm. a little bit too high sure, for him. And he might yep. take a few years to maybe I think get so. to that. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay, Storm done. Uh, Dragons. 
Uh, the Dragons, they really need some guys to jump out of the ground this year, obviously. The Couchman boys, very impressive. There's a centre there, Tamale, that I like. He's in there. It's top 30. I was sort of hoping that Zach Lomax would move to fullback and he might actually get a sniff, but it sounds like Jack Bird's going to play centre. Uh, but he's one to watch. Their SG ball this year, it's not, we're only two rounds in. It looks like they are flying at the moment. Might not be really. the team to beat. So I don't know too many of those players, but hopefully there's guys coming through there. Shows you kind of where the club is at the moment because Illawarra, notoriously good juniors. Like, yeah. you know, a, a hotbed of good juniors. And the fact that, look, in their defence, in their defence, Amon, Sullivan, Sloan, they were their CBAs. So, you know, maybe we're just missing – there's like a little gap between the next batch that's come through. Um, but it, it still is a little bit concerning that it's not jumping out at the moment just yeah. yet. Talking to some um, officials from Manly the other day, they had a trial against the Dragons. Mm. And uh, as Flano came out and said as well, you mentioned Illawarra Stock, the captain of from Illawarra two years ago, Dylan Egan on mm. the edge. Looks like he's going to snare a spot in that uh, 17 for the Dragons. Yeah, because Flano's been talking him up, hasn't he? Talked him up big time. And the Manly guys we spoke to said he was very impressive oh, in that really? trial as well. Okay, so, so CBA? Yeah, I actually hadn't seen too much of him before, but sounds like he's flying. So okay, that's positive. That's a great. That's great news, for, especially Dragons needing forwards. Yep. Um, from Manly as well, Viliami Fafita, who's a second row forward who can play in the middle. This jersey's up for grabs. There, he could be the one to jump out of the ground too. And also, you know, they're looking for someone with a bit of je ne sais quoi. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think they said that in the scouts meeting. Actually, yep. We're looking for je ne sais quoi, mm-hmm. and then Manly said we've got a guy, Fafita. Um, I think it's his middle name. Yeah, well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> um, but, yeah, exciting that they've got forwards that have a bit of punch about them, have a bit of you know footwork. Because at the moment they've got some good forwards, but they're, they're battlers. Like they get through a bunch of work, which is what you need in a footy team, but you need to sprinkle in a bit of je ne sais quoi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who else we got? Eels? Yeah, Para. Uh, the kid that I like there is Blaise Talangi. Who's uh, come through the junior grades, played just about every position in the back line. Mm. Um, I think you will actually see him at some point this year in first grade. Uh, Rumours that he could play fullback, maybe move Gutho around. I know Parramatta have been talking for way too long about moving Gutho out of fullback. Oh, please don't give me a freaking stroke. Reason that is. Uh, but yeah, Blaze telling you one to watch. Play a comp for him. I'd say he's very similar and looks a bit like Dill Brown. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. That's a good thing because he's hot. He is hot. Um, we need a Blaze in the NRL too. Oh, Blaze is a great name. Yep. It's Blazer. Sleezer. <laughs> and Teaser. <laughs> Dodgeball, one of the great movies. Great film. Was that is that the quote though? Is it Blazer, Slazer, and Taser? Anyway, it's all names. It's all names that are similar. Formidable dodgeball team. That one. It was. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't I, – because I, I, we, you know, we ran short uh, on the season preview, um, <laughs> I didn't express enough. I'm actually going to put – it's not really a smoky chat, but I reckon Dylan, Dylan Brown wins Dally M5 at the year. I reckon he is in for such a massive year, and I'm such a fan of him. Like, 
his footy ability, I don't even think we've gotten close to his, his potential. Like, I really believe that we are, we've only seen 80 to 85%. I think he's in for such a big year for the club. And it's going to take him having a Dallium ish type year for them to for push for that. For. Yeah. Yeah, I think Dill's in for a big season. Hard though. Dallium medal's hard when you're in a team like that with Guffer, Mitch Moses, still in. Uh, he's 5'8 of the year. 5'8 of the year, not Dallium medal. Oh, but I, like what I did we? say, Dallium year. So both of you. Oh right, right, okay, yeah. gotcha. But yeah, I was yeah, saying yeah, five yeah. Dallium. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a good shout. Um, yeah. But you know what? He has the talent to be Dallium of the year. That's how good he is as a player. But you're right. In that team, very hard to win, well, especially the way Gutho and Moses play. They're such like they're periods, so dominant. Yeah. They like win the. But my, my head immediately went to Dallium medal when you said that, and I was kind of like, it didn't shock me, but like obviously five eight of the year. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's got that much potential. I, th- I think he. I, if I had to pick a Dallium 5 of the year right now, I think he wins it. Yeah, it's a good shout. Uh, a lot of chat about the Parramatta hookers heading into this year. Keep an eye on uh, Brad Arthur's son, Matt Arthur, mm. coming through. Uh, I think the SG Ball won last year. He was the hooker in that side. Matt Arthur, is that related to Brad? <laughs> <laughs> I know I did it. I thought about not doing it, and then I was just like, I just got to do it. And I'm, I did it. I'm glad you did. Yeah. You missed 100% of the shots you don't take. <laughs> Um, also, back rower, Charlie Geimer that I like. And shout out to uh, Richard Penasini, who did his... I think he did an ACL a few ACL, weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, very Poor talented fella. guy for the future as well. Um, it sucks they're losing that young half, but I understand why they're using, losing him. Like, what are you yeah. going to do? You're it's, never going to get that jersey. And, and I, I actually think Eels deserve a bit of credit there for allowing him. Would have been very easy for them. Because like, if they lose Mitch, who plays seven for him? Assey, yeah. And like, so he's solid, but this well, young guy's. Yeah. They've also got that Talangi who, the other thing with Talangi, like can play centre and has played centre recently. So they're looking for outside backs. Mm. Who knows? Maybe he's the guy. Yeah. But, but I think the Eels deserve a, a rap for, they could have been selfish and kept the guy, kept him and you know, all that kind of stuff. And they're going to, I guess, allow him to, to bounce. Mm. Um, maybe he wasn't signed though. So maybe he just got bigger offer. But they could have made it hard for him. Could have made it hard for him. Um, anyone else at the Eels? No, I think that's it. Uh, Manly, last one? No, we, we did Manly. Oh, to a degree, we did Manly. Well, Humphreys, obviously. Is, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, um, is someone that is, is screaming his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, in regards to... I'm still pretty high on um, Chi Kom Tong. Chi Kom Tong. Yeah, I'm still high on him. Like, Although Humphreys, it looks like, might have the jump on him, I still think he's got a lot to offer. I agree. Yeah, I like him. Uh, who else for you guys in there? Is Ben Trevojevic still a CBA? Mm. I mean, if his name wasn't Trevojevic, he would be. If he wasn't Trevojevic, he'd be, uh, still be eligible, but we know him too much because of the name. Yeah, okay. Have you got the Kazmaier report? Anyone uh, there? No, I think you, you've, you've covered most of them there. She was very uh, excited about Trevojevic yesterday after yeah. the hat-trick. So there was, there was no new names really. Came. I know I asked her a few weeks ago, her CBA guy, and she spat back out Clayton Fualalo, who I haven't seen much of, but a centre winger. That name does ring a bell. That name does ring a bell. Um, yeah, well, Manly. We already kind of spoke about Manly. Spoke about Dolphins, spoke about Broncos. Uh, okay, now it is time. Oh, I've got one CBA for you. Yep. Uh, from the world of the enhanced games. So it's not, not necessarily <laughs> from the NRL. Yep. But we saw the news last week. James Magnuson um, being offered $1.5 million by mm. Dr. Aaron D'Souza. If he can come back and break the world record. Now, my mail is that, uh, you remember Eric the Eel? <laughs> Eric the Eel Yeah uh, Represented Equatorial Guinea At Sydney 2000 Now 
Aaron D'Souza reportedly mm. uh, looking to raise 1.5 Central African francs if uh, Eric Muzambati can come out of retirement and break the Equatorial Guinea record. So watch this space. Okay, He's Eric 45 Beale. years old now, maybe a little bit past his best, but... Um, I mean, we're all looking forward to the enhanced games. Uh, so he's my CBA, Eric the Eel Muzambani. Watch his face. Shout out. Yeah. If you watch, oh, he does watch the podcast. So yeah. he'll, he'll be stoked with that. Yeah. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 